Look around you. What do you see? Do you see peace? Contentment? Kindness? People speaking words of life? You don't have to look far to see people who are hurting and dumping their hurts on others. You don't have to look far to find anger, addiction, disillusionment, apathy, brokenness. It's easy to find this hurt in your own heart too. Have you been believing the lies the world tells you about who you are? About your past? About what your future holds? You are not good enough. I will never measure up. Out of shape. You're crazy. Unqualified. Unseen. Too old. My future is defined by my past. Fearful. Not enough. An orphan. Not good enough. I don't belong. Too old. Too busy. Unathletic. In the midst of a world that feels heavy and dark, we are choosing a different way. We are the ones who will break free. We are choosing to break free. We get to listen to a new word. To lean into the still small voice of the one who turns on the light so that the darkness scatters. The one who calls us to activate, not just be physically fit, but fit to contain and deliver the good news of heaven while breaking down the lies of hell. Because the world doesn't need more information, it needs the truth. And it needs you to carry that message. The kingdom doesn't come with easy answers and miracle cures for your body. Your body is good. That was settled in eternity past. It's not about getting smaller or fitter. It's about becoming broken. Broken so he can make you whole. Broken so that you can encounter God without shame. Because when we truly encounter him with our whole selves, anything the world offers pales in comparison. So bring him your whole self and then use your wholeness to shine the light of Jesus. The world is waiting. The world is hurting. The world needs truth tellers who are gentle and kind, bold, wise, patient, and on mission. We are those people. We have done the work in our hearts to break free and decode the lies of the enemy. Now we get to deliver the truth of the kingdom to those who can't see the value in their good bodies. We are a people on mission because we know something the world needs to know. That freedom looks good on every body. I am a revelation wellness instructor. I am. I am. I am a revelation wellness. Revelation wellness instructor. I am a revelation wellness instructor. I am a revelation wellness instructor. I am a revelation wellness instructor. Here I am. Send me. Here I am, Lord. Here I am. Here I am. Here I am, Lord. Here am I. Send me. Send me. Send me. Send me. Send me. This is a call to rise up in the authority given to us to step out into the world as a light of truth, to shamelessly share the hope found only in God's love. Become a Revelation Wallace instructor. Download a packet today. 
Hey there, Revelation Wellness friends. You just heard from our brand new fitness teachers, gospel preachers who said, send me. Friends, if there's a whisper in your heart that thinks this might be for you, if you're ready to get free so that you can set others free, then we'd love to invite you to become part of Platoon 30. Signups are now open. So swipe up on the show notes to download an information packet today. And as always, thanks for being here. We've got a brand new episode of Revving the Word for you today, coached by Danielle Maxson. She's here leading us through an interval workout as she teaches on Genesis 2. She's going to unpack what God has to say about work and how it fits in with the rhythms of rest. As Danielle teaches us an interval workout, it's a beautiful example of work and rest. So get ready for this workout that is going to bless your heart. Okay, friends, let's get this playlist started. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Welcome to the Revelation Wellness Podcast, Revving the Word. My name is Danielle, and I am glad you are joining us. We are going to work towards physical and spiritual growth by seeking God and moving our bodies. Take a couple deep breaths and then begin to move. Today we are going to learn to follow God's example and discuss what God says about work. I know. I know, work is not always fun to talk about, but work is important to God. He addresses the idea of human work in just the second chapter of the Bible. He not only tells us the importance and value of work, but he demonstrates it. And God gives us an example of how to balance work and rest. This workout today is an interval workout, and it will include five interval pushes. These intervals are just invitations. We will have five working songs with an interval push in each song. The intervals vary from one minute to two minutes. You're going to be invited during those intervals to go into a challenging speed, and then we're going to take the time to recover between each interval. This rhythm of work and rest during this podcast resembles the balance of work and rest we will be discussing in our message. With every step you take today, may it be with intention and purpose bringing you closer to God and more ready to serve in his kingdom. As you are beginning to move in whatever way you decide to move, I am on a spin bike today. Maybe you're running, walking, strength training, however you are choosing to move. May we ask God what we would have for us in this message and how we can move forward in love with each step. On a scale of one to 10, one is laying in bed, just opening your eyes, and 10 is all out exertion. Right now I want you to be about a six, allowing your body to get warmed up 
raising the corners of your mouth and getting a smile on your face. It's okay if people see you smiling, spread that joy. And just getting our bodies to a place where we can put in the work without injury. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We thank, that we, thank you that we can join you and hear your message as we move today. Lord, help teach us what it looks like to have a rhythm of work and rest, what it truly means to work for you and what you have taught us about the importance of rest. Lord, just help this message to sink in as we move our bodies today. Be near to us, God, and it is your name we pray. Amen. Continue to warm up, keeping your spine elongated, your eyes up, shoulders back. Just moving those feet. You guys are doing a great job. Let's dive into the Bible. In the beginning of the Bible, we learn in Genesis, which is the first book of the Bible, that God created this world by speaking life into it. He spoke words and life was created. He worked for six days creating and making all that this world has. The light, the sea, the earth, the people. Think back to Genesis 1 if you've read it before, and I want you to picture all the things that God created. If you haven't read Genesis 1, I would encourage you after this podcast, go and read, find a Bible, look it up online and learn about all that God has worked to create. Moses wrote the account of Genesis and he explained in rhythm and intentionality the beginning of God's creation. I find similarities in the rhythm in which Genesis was written to how God created. There's purpose there. We read in Genesis chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work of creation that he had done. This is the word of the Lord. We learn here that God spent six days working and speaking life into existence. He created this world to reveal himself to us. We learned that God was complete in his work. His work was unique, it was perfect. The word seventh was used in the scripture. Seventh comes from a Hebrew root word meaning to be full or completed. God's work is complete, it's perfect. When we spend time in creation, maybe you're doing that right now during this podcast, maybe you're out in God's creation, we can learn more about God. 
I don't know about you, but sometimes the expanse of God's work is hard for me to wrap my mind around. His work of creation is so creative and beyond human ability. I was looking at a tree and trying to grasp all that was in the creation of just this one thing. This tree has purpose. It's beautiful, it's unique. There's a lifestyle to it. It's designed to multiply. God's work was purposeful and intentional. In God's work, we also see that he created things systematically. He shows us systems. Even systems like gravity were demonstrated in creation. These six days had order and purpose. But most importantly, God's work comes from a place of love. He loved us and gave us creation to live in. All right, friends, let's get to moving those feet a little bit quicker now. We're going to go into a one-minute push. This is just an invitation. You can join us here. You're going to push into an eight. It's a little bit more challenging to breathe. You can't keep your mouth closed. But we're not going to a full-out push because we've got to hold this for a little bit. One minute. Here we go. Go. Every song we're gonna work up to longer intervals and then we're gonna work our way back down. So again, this time is just one minute, pushing to a level eight. You wanna make it challenging for you, pushing hard, but you also wanna maintain it for the full minute. Try to keep that smile on your face even when working hard because we know God has called us to work. Friends, you're doing great. We have about 15 seconds left. Stay with me. And pull back. Straight work. Just like we put in the work just now, God designed our bodies to work just as he worked. You can pull back into a seven, about a level where you recover your breath a little bit, your heart rate comes down, and we'll maintain this until the next push. We are called to follow God's example to work. In Colossians 3.23, it states, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not human masters. There's one thing that's clear, and the Bible is very clear, that we do not work for salvation. Our salvation of eternal life comes from the belief in Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We do not work for our salvation. This is a free gift from God. The work that we're discussing here is the labor or the toil during our days before eternal life. Our time here will include work, and we are to work with all of our heart. God has created us to grow as individuals when we work, when we serve, and when we're obedient to God's call on our life. 
We do not work for the awards or accolades. We do not work to be seen by more or valued in different ways. We work because God gave us an amazing example of how to work. All right, friends, we're getting ready for the second push. Yeah, everybody hurt sometimes. I know that's what Maintain they a seven right now, right and then this interval, no when we push into a level away. eight, Can is going to be for a minute and a half. Is anyone I want you to keep this verse in your head like while we push. It is 1 Corinthians 15, 58, and it says, Always work enthusiastic for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Let's go. Minute and a half. Go. I'm going to reread that verse again so you can think about it as we're working hard here. 1 Corinthians 15:58 states, Always work enthusiastically for the Lord. For you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Stay with me, friends. We've got about a minute left. Our attitude towards work matters. We need to stop focusing on the people or the circumstances around the work. And we need to fill ourselves with the attitude that we are working for the Lord. And the Lord will use our labor. Come on, even right now in this push, have you found yourself complaining or not excited about the work? I have, and I'm sure you can relate to not always wanting to do the work. 20 seconds. Continue to breathe. And pull back. Good work. Allow your heart rate to recover. Man, I know that I have found myself complaining and not excited about work. But we need to take this to God and pray that we can have a new mindset. It says in the Bible that He can renew our mind and He can renew our thoughts towards work. When we view work as something we get to do for the Lord, with a different attitude, things can change. No matter what situation or circumstance we're walking through, we can have a mindset that is excited about work. Maybe a prayer in the morning or before a time of work. Maybe even before this podcast, you can just ask God to help you work enthusiastically. Friends, you're doing great work. This is our longest push here. Whatever level you can maintain for two full minutes. But encourage you to go to a level eight. Go. Push in for two minutes. Now remember, even during this time of push, keep your form. No matter what you're doing here, keep your form. Get your arms into it. Remember, your body is created to work together. Keep that chin up and keep that smile on. 
Just like today, our work might be different for each one of us. Our work in this world is going to be individual and unique to each one of us. And our work is revealed to each one of us by God. God is the one that gave us life and breath, and we get to work to bring glory to his kingdom. Halfway there, keep going. In Genesis 2.15, we see that God commissioned Adam to work. He was to work the garden and take care of it. After the fall, Adam again is commissioned to cultivate the ground. Even after sin, God has intentions for us to work and for us to work in His kingdom and His creation. got 30 seconds left in this push. Remember, the work that we do, we are to do for the Lord enthusiastically. If we have the wrong mindset, we can ask God to be there to help us. 10 seconds here. Pull back and recover. We know that from these passages that we've read today, that work is God-given and has value and importance. We know that work can have many different meanings. What you might think is work might be completely different to another individual. So let's sit in that for a minute. When you think about work, what does that mean to you? Or how would you define work? We're gonna go into our fourth push here for a minute and a half. Go. During this interval, I want you to think about that. What does work mean to you? And how would you define work? I will not let the darkness steal the joy within my soul. I will not let my circumstance become my compass. No, I will not let the fears of life and sorrows of this world dictate to me. Keep pushing on that level eight. I'm guessing no matter what answer you came up with, work might be different and look different to each one of us. My pastor defined work as anything you put your effort into. Your effort might be a full-time job or career. Your effort might be spending time with your grandchildren. Your work might be praying for this world. Our work can look individual and unique to each one of us. Pull back. Recover. Catch their breath. Allow your heart rate to come down a little bit. We have one more push. 
in the Bible, we see that there are many examples of people whose work was different. Noah built, Moses led, David fought, Mary submitted, the disciples followed. Friends, we can be used by God where we are in whatever work we are doing. Maybe God has called you to a profession that is not in ministry. Most of us actually probably fit into that category. God uses all of us to spread his goodness, to work for the Lord, not for human masters. We serve. I pray that in our work that we respect our leaders and work with integrity. No matter what work we are doing, whether it's inside a ministry or outside a ministry, I pray that we can maintain an attitude that we are working for the Lord and we are going to work enthusiastically. That the work and the effort that we put into things on this side of eternity will be work that we do for the Lord. This is our last push. We're going hard for one minute. This is it, friends. If you want to push to a level nine, if you can maintain it, you are free to do that. One minute push. Keeping that head up. We can smile. We're almost done with this workout. We put in some good work today and listened to a good message from our Father. Let's go. One minute. We learn in 1 Peter that we receive gifts and our gifts are to be used to serve one another. To work as God designed us to move forward in love with all of our strength and energy to bring glory to His name. You've been gifted. You've been called. Twenty seconds. Work as though you're working for the Lord. Everything that we are for your glory. Take our hearts now, have it all now. Let our lives shine your light. Work to ready our bodies to love for his purpose. Pull back. Maintain just a good steady speed right now. We are not gonna pull into a pull down quite yet. The Bible states that we have been gifted in different ways, but that we work together as one body. God is a triune God, a three-part God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We know that we do not have to work alone because all three parts of God work together to create this world. We're in community. We have a community of believers that work to bring glory to God. We help plant the seeds to introduce people to Jesus, and we have different purposes in his kingdom. An example of this is how God used the human body. The body is part of his creation. The parts and systems of the human body have different functions. Eyes to see, ears to hear, a mouth to speak. We, as believers, have different roles in His kingdom. The role might seem small, 
or insignificant. Our work might not seem meaningful, but we are all called to work and serve. And no matter the work we do, it is important. Tim Keller says, the material creation was made by God to be developed, cultivated, and cared for in an endless number of ways through human labor. But even the simple of these ways are important. Without them all, human life cannot flourish. God created us to work together as believers in Christ in the work that God has put before us. We also know that we serve a God that will help us, that will guide us, and always be there as we labor. We do not walk alone in our efforts. Come into a time of cool down. Continue to move, moving forward with every step. Bring that heart rate down. God not only invites us into work in this lifetime, but he has designed us for a balance of work and rest. In our verse we read today in Genesis, we see that God rested. Let's reread Genesis chapter two, and we're going to read verses two through three. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work of creation that he had done. Friends, God did not need to rest. He was not tired or exhausted. He did this as a way to show us how to rest. God values rest, and he created us to need rest, both physically and mentally. The Life Application Bible states, our times of rest refresh us for times of service. God designed us for restoration. Rest is important. And just like work looks different for each one of us, rest will look different. Maybe we pull back or find solitude. We see in Jesus' life on earth that he retreated away from others to a quiet place to rest. In the Jen Wilkins study, God of Creation, she states, rest reminds us that God is the one who keeps everything going for us and helps us to remember his work. Rest allows us to keep our focus on God, giving gratitude for all that he has done in our life. Rest allows us to recognize the mundane things as an absolute miracle. I'm guilty of it. 
and I'm sure some of us might feel this way too, that we rush to our daily activities. We're such in a hurry from one thing to another that we miss the blessings He gives us each and every day. Like a sunrise, a smile from a neighbor, Rest is important, and rest allows us to see these things that God has put in our life and allows us to keep the focus on God rather than our work, rather than our striving. Rest is more than just stopping our activities, though. God created our bodies for a balance. We work and rest. As I mentioned, our bodies are God's creation, and there are systems and cells working together in our body. Our body is uniquely designed by God, and it grows in work and rest. The muscles in our body must face resistance in order to grow and then they break down and they grow. However, for these muscles to regain strength and increase, the muscles need to recover a period of rest. Without this rest, our muscles experience overwork and do not grow. God made our bodies to thrive when muscles are worked and then have time to recover. It is how God created it. I know we find it hard to not strive or justify more workouts or shorter periods of rest. We feel like the harder we work, the bigger things can get, the, the more that we can achieve. But we need to step back from this mentality that if just working harder working longer not taking breaks that mentality that that is what leads to our biggest gains the bible tells us that that is not how it works god calls us to a balance of work and rest I know I struggle with that mindset sometimes. Just working harder. But we need to allow our body and our systems to recover from the work. This is imperative. Some meaningful stories in the Bible come from when Jesus and his disciples slowed down or stopped. During the stopping and resting, the disciples could see what God was showing them. I'm sorry. They saw people when and created relationships with others. I'm sorry. When I just the Bible states song, the word rest over 200 times. I if I haven't said it already, rest is important to God. I would encourage you, if you do not have a good rhythm of work 
and rest. Start after this podcast finding a rhythm of rest and work. Even if it's in your workout, Revelation Wellness has a great place to start. RevWell TV is a place that gives you a calendar and invites you into workouts of work and rest. And it helps us to get our workouts in that rhythm that God has created for us. Maybe this is a place where you can join us. Come to revelationwellness.org and you can find RevWell TV for free. Just as a, a way to create that rhythm of work and rest in your life. I'm going to go quiet to allow some time for reflection on how do you rest? What does rest look like to you? Father God, thank you for this time of work and rest and recovery. We thank you for showing us and demonstrating to us what it looks like to balance work and rest. Lord, you are a good God, and we pray that we can follow in the example that you would set for us. We pray that our work can be done for you and that we work enthusiastically. Lord, if we have the wrong mindset, I pray that we can come to you and renew our mindset for what you would have for us and work. Commission us, Lord. Use us. Help us to have a purpose and intention in what we do on this side of eternity. Lord, I pray that our next step forward is forward in love that we move forward in love because you loved us first. Lord, I pray that this message is not just something that we hear, not just another thing that we know, but Lord, I pray that it sinks in and it becomes a part of who we are, this rhythm of work and rest because you have shown us the way. Thank you for this message. Be with us. It's in your name we pray. Amen. You're all that matters, Jesus. You're all that matters. Coming back to what really matters. Just your heart. Just want to bless your heart, Jesus. I'm caught up in your presence.
Just one. 